child. Hey, y'all. Um, this is new, right? I'm trying something new. And let me tell you how new it is. It's so new that I'm recording. But I also, I'm recording to my phone, too, just in case I don't do any of this right. But um, it's your girl, uh, LaKendra, a.k.a. Queen Mother. How are you doing, baby? Are you drinking your water? Are you minding my business? Don't mind your business today because I'm about to put you all up in mind. Let's go. Can we just talk? I just want to talk to you. Can we just talk? Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we just talk? Cause I just want to talk to you. Can we just talk? Can we just talk? I just want to talk. Y'all, uh, I've been wanting to do video with my podcast for uh, a while and I can see myself so I'm, I'm all the time child I'm fixing my hair and everything this is going to be a wild ride I don't know if I'll be able to do this but um I wanted to do video for a long time with my podcast just because I feel like I can build a, a deeper connection with my audience and I hope that um I hope that's the case anyway I hope that by doing this um, we build a deeper connection and you can uh, connect with me and relate to me and what I'm saying a little bit better than just by, by listening to me. So uh, today is what? May 7th, 2023. And um, the last podcast I released was in March, baby. Since then, um, and I wanted to do this today because it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And since the last podcast, I went to, um, I don't want to say deep. I was in a functional depressive state. So if you've been following me on the Instagrams or on the Facebook, you're sort of kind of in the loop of what's been going on. Um, January was a great month for me. It was great from a business perspective. It was great from a personal business perspective. Um, personal life, all was good. Uh, was very hopeful for a prosperous and positive 2023. And then on February 1, I had to put my, my Marge down. Marge was my uh, sweet Rottweiler. The sweet, I swear to God, she was the sweetest Rottweiler on earth. Um, but she, I'd only had her for um, two, I got her in, child, I don't even know. I think I only had her for two years. I adopted her uh, from a rescue and um and she was just so sweet and i feel like it felt like i'd had her longer than two years um it, it just felt like we had known or been around each other for years but that was that was a situation where i, I did not realize i was going to feel the way that i felt by putting her down um i uh was caught off guard by my feelings and i'm gonna come back to that caught off guard part in a moment and then in march Early March, I lost an aunt on a Monday, and the very next day, that Tuesday, I lost an uncle. So that was back to back, and that was on top of me still kind of dealing with the feelings of putting a pet down. And then in April, y'all, I got dumped. I got dumped. And I know you was like, well, Kendra, wait a minute, hold on, back up. We're not finna just speed cross that because when did you even get in a relationship? It don't even matter. It really don't even matter no more. But that was a surprise because nothing happened 
um nothing happened it was one of those it's not you it's me situations and i'm not gonna say what happened because it's not my business to tell it's not my story to tell but from my perspective it was it was devastating so on top of all those losses i've been um we've been going through some organizational changes at work and baby <laughs> that was that was also an impact and, and some losses because you know there are some colleagues that that did make it they didn't make the cut and i had to reapply for my job and interview to keep my job so all of those things y'all were happening and the breakup was in april and that's what like it was that was the thing that sent me over the edge um and let me stop there and say this um some years ago i lost my paternal grandmother and when she passed away and i've, I've shared this before but when she passed away I was in the bed for five days straight, just depressed, just crying and all kinds of stuff. And that caught me off guard. So I'm bringing back the caught me off guard part, right? Losing her caught me off guard. I anticipated sadness. I anticipated um, feeling like there was a void by her not being there, by me not being able to call her or go by and see her. Um, and let me not get it twisted because like, I'm not, I'm not that integrated into my father's family. However, I had a good relationship with my grandmother. And um, and I would call her and I would go see her. And even in uh, her final days, I was at the hospital and the, the uh, rehabilitation facility with her. And even those visits um, had me emotional. And so I thought that when she passed, I'll be able to handle it. Baby, no. <laughs> that was not the case. So um, I... When I went to therapy um, after her passing, my therapist said that her passing was the thing that sent me into depression because I hadn't dealt with things prior to that. And she was not wrong. I had lost my maternal grandmother, my maternal great-grandmother, and other people in my life. And I had not dealt with that grief. And so that loss sent me over the edge. And so it was very familiar when I went through this series of losses and the breakup being the thing that sent me over the edge. Um, and the way things just played out, y'all, it was it was different for me because I'm like, here I am in my early 40s dealing with this. And I felt, um, there was a moment where I felt embarrassed because of how, how deeply integrated um, I felt we were in each other's lives. Like, he had met my daddy. And I'm going to stop right there because there are people that have known me my whole life who have never once seen my father. There are people who are closer to me than my family who have never seen my father. There are people in my family who have never seen my father. So if I introduce you to my daddy, that's a big deal. So it was a big deal to me. And so being that integrated and having all these other things um, go on almost simultaneously and not really being able to deal with any one thing before something else happened. That was, that has been, let me not act like I'm out of it, cause I'm not, but that has been extremely hard. It's been, um, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just been hard and hard is, is putting it lightly. And so um, since then I have, um, if you follow me on the socials, I've been doing morning videos and trying to get back into doing things to keep myself busy um but not acting as if feelings don't exist i've talked to my friends and i'm so thankful for people who 
um, who are praying for me and praying with me um, and who will listen to me. The thing is, y'all, because this is so foreign to me, I feel like there's a certain point where I just need to stop talking about it and deal with it and be over it. That point hasn't really come. But I will say this. I have I have stopped talking to people about it just because I, I just talking about the same thing over and over is insane right it's not going to change anything and i'm at the point now where i can't change any of the things that have happened um since february and the only thing that i can really do is do my best to move forward kendra why are you telling us all your business today i'm telling you this because i believe that transparency and vulnerability will help somebody um, and my life is not all that exciting. I haven't told you anything that any other person hasn't gone through at some point in their life. So it's, my story is not special, okay? It's not special at all. However, I, I believe that there may be someone listening under the sound of my voice or maybe watching this video um, who can connect and who can relate. And that is what makes the difference. If, if you can connect or relate to what I'm saying, to the hurt, to the pain, the trauma, um uh feeling abandoned feeling um the grief and hurt of loss then that's what makes the difference um and it, it it's, it's uh it's not easy to talk about these things that concern me um simply because i feel i've always felt like people think i just have it all together and I, people have told me that. that's not even something i feel people have told me that you know you just look like you have it all together you got it all figured out and all this other kind of stuff and and thank you but I don't. Um, everything that I have, the things that I do, the successes that um, that I've that I have in my life, it's all because of the grace of God. Like that's it. I, I take credit for none of this, and I am human. I don't have it all together. Things happen to to all of us, and so I want to take down that veil, you know, for anyone who who thinks that about me. And it's not. I don't think I'm all that. And I think that people that everybody thinks that about me. No, it's not that. But people have literally told me that. And so if I can take down that veil to let somebody know that, nah, I don't have it all together. You know, bad things happen to most of us, all of us. And I can stand in solidarity with you and say, um, I, I, I can relate. And it's not easy to get through those things. And I, I said in one of my videos on Instagram that um, the Holy Spirit downloaded to me one day that we all heal differently so while you know people will tell you to get over it oh it's time to move on oh you need to do this and do that i i don't think that they have poor intentions i think their intentions are good i think their intentions are pure but what the holy spirit downloaded to me was that we all heal differently just like we heal differently physically we all heal differently emotionally and mentally so wherever you are in your healing process um, I'm still praying with you I'm praying for you and I'm hoping that um, you will get through it I'm praying and for myself as well every day has not been easy some days have been easier but it's it's not an easy it has not been an easy process um, I can't even tell you where I am on my healing journey I don't I don't know if there's like a milestone I'm supposed to hit or, or what but um but I'm trying and I think that if there's anything I can I can leave with with those of you who may be going through something or may be faced with a situation is um is to try to try to do something to not keep you in that space. The worst thing I could have done when my paternal grandmother died was to stay in that bed for five days. It was safety for me because I didn't have to talk to anybody uh, and I just you know it was to myself. But looking back on it, that was the worst thing I did for myself. 
and not saying that I needed to get up and be an extrovert and do all these things, but that only made it worse for me. And um, and when I went through therapy, it, it was it was a hard time. It was harder than it probably could have been had I not allowed myself to stay in that space for so long. And so I'm, I'm leaning in on that experience and um, trying to not be in that space again and making myself um, be present, making myself do stuff. I'm on this camera and on this mic and sharing with you. And trust me, it's not easy. But um, I want you to to do something to get yourself up as well. Um, also, I wanted to touch on the story about Jordan Neely. I had to go look and make sure I got his name right. Jordan Neely um, was the young man who was choked to death on a New York subway um, this past, well, about a week ago now, I guess, at the time of this recording. And it was one of those situations where I read about it, saw videos about it and everything. And it, was just, it just didn't make sense to me. This young man was on the train and he was just yelling out. Um, he was saying that he was basically he was tired. Okay. The baby was saying he was tired and he just wanted to die. He wasn't asking for somebody to kill him though, nor do I believe that he was causing any, um, direct harm to anyone based on what I read and what I saw. You may have seen something different that will prove otherwise. Based on what I read and what I saw, he wasn't doing any harm to anyone. And unfortunately someone took it upon themselves to, to take him out the game. Um, and I wanted to talk about this again, as we are in mental health awareness month. Um, he was, it was a cry for help. I, I believe that he was crying out for help. He said he didn't want food. He didn't want money. He didn't want to die. He just wanted to die. But I, I, I didn't know the man. I wasn't there. I don't know his history. I know he was a Michael Jackson impersonator. They say, um, but I believe that when people do that, it's a cry for help. Um, and he probably could have served well by just getting a hug or someone sitting down with him and having a conversation. Um, Kendra, why are you sharing this? Why is this such a, a, a sad podcast, Kendra? It's not meant to be sad. It's meant to be helpful. Um, and what I want to, to highlight with that story is sometimes people do things because they're crying out for help. They, all they need is a hug. They need someone to sit and talk with them. They just probably need someone to sit with. Um, not all the time do people need words, right? Um, sometimes it's just having someone present means a lot. So I do want to caution all of us just to treat people with kindness. Um, because had I not shared with, with you, there, there are some people in my life who would have never known what I've, you know, been carrying. Um, and it's not that there is any of their business to know or anything like that. But it's um, it's an example to say we never know what people are going through, which is why we should try our best to be kind to one another um, and show love to one another. And y'all, that's it. That's it. And that's all. I, I, I um, wanted to get that off of my heart. I wanted to talk about it because it's therapeutic for me. And I wanted to share and be vulnerable and transparent in this time in my life. Um with the hopes that I will be helping or be helpful uh, to someone. Uh, and I hope, I hope that's the case. I, I would, uh, I invite you to leave comments, hit me up in my DMs, you know, follow my DMs, baby. If you don't have anybody to talk to, you can talk to me. I'm not a licensed nothing. I'm a notary. Okay. I am a notary. I have a bachelor's in business and a master's in public relations. And I am a notary. I'm not licensed to, to, uh, to put you through therapy or anything like that but god gave me two ears 
and I will listen. And he gave me two eyes and I will read. So if you need to just vent and get something off your chest, slide in my DMs, it's quite all right. I'm inviting you to do so. Slide in the comment section, it's quite all right. I'm inviting you to do so. If you don't have anyone else that you can trust or that you want to talk to, you can just talk to me. And if you don't want to respond, say that. It's like, Kendra, I'm just talking to you because I need to get this out. I welcome it because I, I know and believe that we all need an outlet of some sort. And um, I understand that everyone can't readily afford um, a professional therapist. So if, if, if I can be um, an outlet for you, I'm absolutely inviting you to use me as that, okay? I love y'all so much. Um, I hope that I can get this video thing to work. Um, I'm probably going to have to call my production team. And by production team, I mean Tommy. If you know, you know. And get this thing right because I want to do this on a regular basis. But y'all know where to find me. Even if I don't, don't get the video to work, if you're listening to my voice and you can't see my face, just know I tried. Okay? Know that I tried to do the video. And I'm going to continue to try until I get it right. Um, but... Y'all know where to find me. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and YouTube, okay? I don't even know what my YouTube handle is that I'll put in the show notes, but all the other places you can find me by searching my handle, at LaKendra Speaks. That's at LaKendra, S-P-K-S. And I will hopefully see y'all on the next one. I love y'all. Bye!